Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. I'm Joy Dooling, and you are listening to the Joy of Membership podcast. This podcast is for membership leaders. So we talk about strategies for attracting, engaging, and retaining members. But that's not entirely the focus of the show, because let's be honest here, there is no shortage of advice out there on best practices in membership. What we need to talk about is how to actually make those things possible in the real world, how to be absolutely sure that growth practices are going to stick, how to make those things easier, more consistent, and even automatic in some cases. Sound good? Then stick around because we're about to jump into it. Hey there, Joy Dooling here. Welcome back to the show. Over the last 18 years, I've had the privilege of getting a peek behind the scenes of lots of different membership organizations. Large organizations, small organizations, national, state, and local organizations, professional associations, hobby clubs, alumni groups. Some are nonprofit, some are for profit. Some organizations are just recently getting started. Other organizations have been operating for decades. So one of the really cool things about this experience of working with so many different types of membership organizations is that I've had the unique opportunity to see kind of the common threads that you might not know if you're just working within a single organization. An area where that comes in handy is when I'm asked to make technology recommendations for a client. You know, when you're out exploring in Google land for technology platforms that work for membership organizations, it's very easy to get lost in all the options that are available. The truth is that readiness for technology comes in stages or at least from my perspective, I see it in stages. If you try to implement a tool or techie trick that doesn't fit the stage that you're in right now, it doesn't matter how amazing it is or how effective it is for other people. Your organization is likely not going to get the best results out of it. You'll probably find that people stop using the tool or that it just becomes more trouble than it's worth. That doesn't mean that it's a bad tool or a poor piece of technology. It's just that your organization doesn't have the foundation underneath it to make that tech work for you. Today, I'm going to walk through five stages of tech readiness, and I'll share what I think you should be focusing on for each stage. I'll be curious to hear what you think and which stage you think your organization is in. Level one. Organizations at this level are doing most things manually. They typically have either a long history of operating offline, sometimes they have been in operation for decades, or They might describe their audience as older. Um, I'm not judging here. (laughs) I'm in my 50s. 
someone might say I'm older. <laughs> so, um, you know, we'll let them be the judge of <laughs> calling their audience old. But anyway, they usually tell me their audience is older or uh, not very techy or the other thing that might be true about organizations at this stage is that they're brand new startups that just haven't gotten any tech into place yet. And often there is a hesitation around what moving online actually means, whether the transition is going to be difficult. And people wonder how members, how volunteer leaders, or how finances will be impacted. And I think those are natural questions to be contemplating. So to advance out of this level, your organization needs to focus on finding a technology partner that you can trust and understand, one who talks in your language, who makes the solutions approachable, that you just feel like you can create a really good partnership with. And then the other thing that you'll need to do to advance out of this particular level is get clarity around what you need and what you don't. Because if you're just starting out, you really don't need all the bells and whistles. You need to cover some essentials. And that is what you're going to carry into level two. In level two, organizations are just beginning to modernize their practices. You know, they may have been experiencing errors because you know, volunteers and committee members and board members are juggling spreadsheets or they find they're missing information because nobody knows who has the latest version. They may be embarrassed by an antiquated website or they don't have a website yet. They may be getting requests from members for online payment options or they may want to get away from a tech provider that isn't working out. So. These are all things that can be going on in level two. To advance beyond this level, what you're going to be focusing on is modernizing your visual design so that what you do and how you talk about yourself online is conveyed with professionalism. You're going to build a site that is mobile friendly, works on all devices, so that your members can find you learn about what you do, sign up. You're going to get online credit card processing working because nowadays that's what members, donors, partners, customers, anybody that you're doing business with expects to be able to pay online. And then you're also going to be focused on kind of teaching your team or your volunteers how to handle the website and basic operations in an online way. So. Level one was really not being online at all. In level two, you're doing some things online and you're getting your basic processes set up. So then level three is taking it the next step. Once you have your basic operational processes online, in level three, you have a website you like You've got your basic online operations going. This is when you get more intentional about marketing and member care. This is when you're looking at things like 
contacts you have in your database, what data you're collecting, um, how you're communicating with people. You're really wanting to start to use the tech in new ways. So in this stage, to advance beyond it, what you're going to be focused on is getting all your scattered data into one consolidated database so that you have a more complete picture of your relationship with your constituents. You're going to be communicating more consistently via email, but also perhaps with text, phone, social channels. You're going to begin exploring basic automations and personalization. And you're probably going to be dipping your toes in the waters of non-dues revenue, things like sponsorship and physical or digital products, continuing education, or certifications. So in this level three stage, you're going to be really starting to push beyond the basic tech. But we still consider this all to be foundational. And this foundational stuff is truly important as you move into level four. Now, this level is where I see a lot of organizations getting tripped up. This is the level where you're starting to look at growth practices and using technology in growth practices. And the reason why I say that organizations tend to get tripped up with this It's not that what they're doing is wrong. It's that what they're doing is happening too soon. So, you know, we are surrounded every day, you are surrounded every day by advice for things that you ought to be doing. There are webinars, there are conferences, there are panel discussions. And so when organizations are being pummeled by all of these suggestions, You know, there are things you want to take back to your organization and implement. There are things you ought to be doing for growth. It's completely natural to want to do those things. Your board likely expects you to be aiming for growth. We want our members to be happy and lots of ideas sound really good on the surface. But the trouble happens when organizations try to implement these growth ideas before they've done the work of levels one, levels two, and level three. You have to have the foundational tech in place. Otherwise, what happens is the growth idea sounds really exciting, but then you don't have the time or the bandwidth to keep the practice going. I used to see this a lot when I ran um, experience design groups. This was before I started offering the Journey Care software. I would work with these groups of membership leaders. We would design amazing member experiences you know during the the process which ran you know several weeks the leaders who participated would choose one particular area of the member journey and they would redesign that particular piece and they came up with great ideas the part that frustrated me was that when they went back to their organizations and they tried to implement those growth practices a lot of them couldn't follow through because they would find out that their software wouldn't do what they envisioned being able to do. And so that really was the impetus for adding Journey Care as a software product. I wanted to have something that 
when there was a growth practice that one of my clients wanted to implement, I would actually have a tool that would help them. But in the 18 months that you know, I've been helping organizations implement journey care, I have found that a lot of them want to jump into the deep end of all of the automations before they've really done the basics and gotten all of that in place. So that's just my caution around this level four. To advance beyond this level, to kind of successfully check the box of being able to move into level five, you're going to be focused on intentionally choosing which growth practices to implement. And then you're going to implement those practices one by one using the tech tools that we implemented in level one and level two and level three so that what you choose to implement actually sticks. You know, we want the right things to be happening every time so that growth gets a whole lot easier. And making the right things happen every time requires that tech be in place and that you understand how to use it and understand how to design the tech to match the process. So then the final stage is, of course, the most advanced. Organizations at this level have a great online presence. Their people are comfortable with the technology. They know how to use the technology to attract, engage, and retain members. They're working with donors. They're working with partners. They're really using the tools of their technology in effective ways. So in this stage, what you're focusing on is continuous improvement. You're looking at things like your stats, page visits, open rates, conversions, and you're fine-tuning what's happening around those based on the data. And then you're also amping up the non-dues revenue through things like sponsorships and physical or digital products or adding more complex events and certifications. Now, you probably already started doing this at an earlier stage, but it's really in level five where you can start implementing more complex ideas and you can implement things faster because you have the experience of building things in the tech. Now, the work of membership is never completely done. So, of course, you're going to stay in this stage, making adjustments, measuring, making adjustments, measuring. The awesome thing is that, again, because you've done the foundational work in the previous levels, when you do want to implement new and innovative ideas, those are going to feel far easier and the practices are more likely to stick. So if you've recognized your organization in any of these five stages, somewhere in this continuum, I would love to hear where that is. Either drop an email to joy at joyofmembership.com or stop by LinkedIn and connect with me there. With that, I will wrap up this episode. I'll be back next week with another topic and we'll catch up then. Have a great rest of your week and take care. Hey there, you made it all the way to the end. Bravo to you. I'm back in just one last time to remind you that there's a free one-page PDF available over at the website that shows you more than 20 ways 
that technology could be supporting your efforts to attract, engage, and retain more members. It's actually broken down into the stages of the member journey, so you'll know exactly where each piece fits. And everything that's on that one pager can actually be automatically done for you with software that costs less than $1,000 per year. So if you haven't already grabbed it, you can get your copy at joyofmembership.com slash tech. joyofmembership.com slash tech. T-E-C-H. Have a great week and I'll see you next time.